This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. Round two of the WHL playoffs underway. We'll look back at a massive round one upset in moments. As well, Moose Jaw Warriors advancing past Saskatoon in the opening round. We'll hear from Warriors forward Ryder Korzak. Hey, what a season for the Red Deer Rebels' Arch Deep Baines. A WHL scoring title, a free agent NHL contract with his hometown team. Now into the second round of the playoffs, he will be our guest. And it's the second McSweeney's WHL Player of the Month for Kamloops Blazers' hometown product, Logan Stankoven. He'll wrap up the show as we take a look at the Blazers and Giants in round two. First up, it'll go down as one of the biggest upsets in WHL playoff history. Stop shot trying to split through. He's hauled down, score! Mm-hmm. 6-2. And is that the dagger of the series? That was Dan O'Connor late in Game 6. The Vancouver Giants completing the series victory. The first 8th seed to beat at number 1 since the playoff format changed 20 years ago. Giants head coach Michael Dick says the two quick goals in Game 6 set the tone. You know, we wanted to get them on their heels. And, and, uh, what, a, what, a great way to, what a great way to do that. I mean, the first five minutes, we, we made a push. And uh, yeah, I don't think we ever looked back. Giants captain Connor Horning. Solid team effort every game, game after game. So, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, very proud. Vancouver now gets the Kamloops Blazers in the second round of the playoffs. Blazers finished off a series sweep of the Spokane Chiefs in Spokane last Friday. The other Western Conference matchup, it's a great one. Clash of two rivals, Seattle and Portland will get it going. A fantastic hard-fought series ahead there. Meanwhile, Eastern Conference triple overtime in Brandon with the Red Deer Rebels emerging. Isley into the slot, group shot, SCORE! time period the red deer rebels win the game 5-4 they win the series in six games and they're off to round two versus edmonton troy gillard with the overtime call red deer the third seed advancing to play edmonton in the second round and we'll have more with rebels leading scorer arch deep baines that is coming up in moments and the number one seeded winnipeg ice will open up round two on home ice against the moose jaw warriors Voice of the Warriors, James Gallo, looking back on a first-round series win against Saskatoon and this upcoming series with Winnipeg. Let's send it to Moose Jaw. James Gallo talking with Moose Jaw Warriors, 19-year-old and third-round pick of the New York Rangers, Ryder Korzak. Ryder, this team coming off the first-round playoff series win against the Saskatoon Blaze. Uh, let's go back to that series. Ryder, for you, you were one of just a handful of Warriors that had playoff experience coming into the postseason. How do you feel your team adapted to the harder style that we see in the playoffs? Yeah, uh, I thought we adapted pretty well. Um, yeah, Saskatoon's a good team. It was a dogfight, but um, I feel like Saskatoon plays like Winnipeg, so uh, this should be another good series. Did you feel as though in the series against Saskatoon, one big key for Moose Jaw was the way you guys were able to respond to Saskatoon. Every time the Blades started to build momentum, Moose Jaw was right there to respond back and steal it away. Yeah, we jumped back up uh, pretty quick. We let one in, we'd get one right back there, so, I mean, that's big. Uh, momentum swings, and uh, yeah, just stay with it. 
Let's go to game five. Uh, the Warriors take that one, 6-3, here at Mosaic Place. Uh, the energy and the excitement in the stands was high. How was it down at ice level? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, you could hear everything. Uh, fans were going. Um, we were going. So, uh, yeah, it was a good game. It was exciting for sure. When you look at the series for you, Ryder, what do you feel were two key elements for Moose Jaw that led to success? Um, I thought we were playing fast, and we weren't really giving them anything off the rush. Um, we got to do the same thing against Winnipeg here, too. Talking with Mushaw Warrior Ryder Korzak now off to take on the top-seeded Winnipeg Ice. It's going to be a, a big hill for the Warriors to climb, but you had talked about trying to slow down their rush. When you, when you try and do that against a team like Winnipeg, how do you accomplish it? Inside the blue lines, yeah. they're very fast. Yeah, I mean, they're number one seed for a reason, so they're obviously a good team. Um, we're going to manage pucks. I mean, I know Lear says it a lot, so um, that's going to be key. Just getting pucks in, working, working their defense, and yeah, managing, I guess, their rush. The Warriors winless in Winnipeg so far this season and since the ice moved to Winnipeg. What is it about Wayne Fleming Arena that kind of gives the Warriors issues? Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I feel like everyone plays better at home. Um, they're tough to play at home. Uh, they got loud fans too, so uh, it'll be a battle, but we got to steal one there and come back home and win a couple. Yeah. You know, obviously to try and steal one in Winnipeg would be key for Moose Jaw. So when you look at maybe some potential early keys to game one, what would you view that as? Yeah, just uh, I would say play, play our game. Don't get caught up in the emotions. Um, stick to our game plan and, yeah, hopefully we can steal one. If not, better it would be two. I'd like to ask you as well, Ryder. You're a guy who has taken a leadership role with this organization. How do you take your game to the next level against Winnipeg? Um, I would say being hard to play against. I mean, they're top line. Um, they, like, they like to score goals. So if I can shut down their top line and put a few in the back of the net, that's going to be a huge, huge success for myself and my line. Lastly, Ryder, the Warriors are in the underdog role. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah, I kind of like that. I mean, we, we honestly got nothing to lose. So um, they're expected to win. So we just got to leave it all on the line and, yeah, get a couple wins and win the series, hopefully. Mushaw Warrior, Ryder, Korzak off to Winnipeg to take out the ice. Good luck in their second round series. Thanks, James. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Well, the Redney Rebels have moved on to take on the Edmonton Oil Kings in round two of the WHL playoffs. And R.S.D. Baines, who, of course, captured the Bobby Clark Trophy with uh, the WHL leading 112 points in the regular season, is on the line ahead of this series. R.S.D., thanks for making time for WHL This Week. Thanks a lot. No, thank you for having me. Uh, let's talk about it. You're moving on, uh, not through a hard-fought series, though, with Brandon. You win in six. You have to win in triple overtime in their building to advance. What was that series like? Yeah, that was definitely a, definitely a tough series. Uh, we we kind of knew coming into that series that it wasn't going to be easy, that uh, we had to fight for every inch. And I think if that healthy Brandon team played out through, throughout the whole year, they'd finish higher in the in the standings. So. Having them healthy in the playoffs, it was good competition, and it uh, really got us ready for this next round coming up. Yeah, you, that, you make a great point. You know, they had many injuries, and then all of a sudden they get healthy, and they're a formidable opponent in that first round. Triple overtime uh, in Game 6. Uh, didn't look like a lot of scoring chances uh, in that game to end it, but finally you get the winner from Jaden Groom. Take us back to that game. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of scoring happening. I think it was 4-4 after regulation, and went into overtime. I think we both teams just... Uh, really focused on defense and after the first two overtimes it was, it was getting a little bit uh boys are getting tired i think that's a lot of minutes for for, for us to play and there wasn't many scoring chances but then uh, Jaden got in on the rush and they created a chance in front of the slot and he took the opportunity and the rest is history 
Yeah. What's it like playing in those games? You know, you're a guy in that top line of Ben King. You want to go out there and win the game, but you also don't want to make a mistake that may cost, you know, maybe an odd man rush the other way and a, and a game winner for Brandon. So take me through sort of the mindset when you're in triple overtime and, and what it's like. Yeah, obviously me and Ben, we like to to make plays, take chances and uh, great scoring chances. But I know in overtime playoffs and, especially in a do-or-die game for them, that there's, there's a lot on the line and you got to play in strong defensively, play 200 feet. So we knew expecting, obviously that's kind of why the overtime kept going on for a long time, is just making sure we played defensively first and making sure that we shut them down. And it worked out in the end and there's nothing we could have asked for the better. Yeah, well, now you get Edmonton, and I look at the season series here, and it was pretty close. You know, from from the Rebels' perspective, you, you went five and five against them, so that has to give you a lot of belief that you can hang with uh, one of the top teams uh, in the WHL all season. Yeah, they're a great team, and uh, we uh, we know when we play against them, it's going to be a hard battle. And we, you know, we split that series five five in the season series, and that's just a great uh, matchup. I think we'll both be. Uh, both be ready to go. We both complement each other. We have good games, and it'll be super exciting, and we'll, we'll give it our all. You're coming off the Bobby Clark Trophy for uh, the uh, WHL's leading score, 112 points. I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but you look at you know your transition uh, through your your time in Red Deer in the WHL, and all of a sudden you're in the you're in the midst of a scoring race here. Uh, at what point did you pick up on that this season? That hey, I got a chance to win this. Ben King beside me here, he's right there. What 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 point of the year did you start thinking about it? Uh, honestly, the first uh, first half of the season was kind of just building building the chemistry me and King we really uh, learned a lot this year and in, in the first half and just building off each other making plays making sure we win games and the team success was obviously was coming first and that's what was most important and then we were able to build each other's success after that I think in the second half things just got uh, things just kept going uphill we kept getting better team was playing better and me and Ben just kept getting better and I'd honestly never say it was a it was a goal of mine at the start of the season it just happened, and when it when it came down to the last couple, there was a possibility. So it was, it was pretty cool that that it happened. But obviously, it was it was never my main goal, and it's special that I did get the award. Though. Were you in a situation where you're checking box scores to see how maybe Logan Stankoven was doing in Kamloops or Connor Bedard in Regina? Are you checking up to see you know what those guys are doing down the stretch? Honestly, I wasn't I wasn't too too deep into it. Uh, I just kind of just really just focusing on our team. Really, we, we had a tight, tight little playoff push and making sure we finish where we want to. But those guys had a hell of a season, and they are obviously top class players. So they anybody can really win that award. And it's just a, a testament to how how good this league really is. Uh, Arshdeep, you, you signed the free agent deal with uh, the Vancouver Canucks, which is great for you. You're from Surrey, and, and you've said that's your hometown team. Um, when did it start sort of happening with with uh, Vancouver, that uh, the talks are going on and that hey, they were looking to you know offer you a free agent NHL deal this year? Yeah, that's it's obviously a dream come true. I could I can't uh, think of a better scenario, but kind of the same kind of same thing with the other how I just said about the Bob Clark. I kind of was just focusing on the team, making sure I'm playing well, and they my agent handles most of that stuff. So when it came out that they were interested, it was it was just kind of a no brainer. I was super excited that they wanted. Give me a chance, and 
haven't been drafted or to any league, WHL or NHL. So when I get these opportunities, I, I just take it in a heartbeat. It's it's a no brainer. Yeah, I want to ask you about that. You know, the WHL prospects draft is coming up here, and uh, you you just said it. That was on my list here. You were not drafted. Uh, there were some good reports there. You playing in Delta, uh, but but all of a sudden you don't find yourself drafted. So. Advice. Draft day is coming up here. There's some young, you know, players here ready to enter the league here. What would you say to them uh, when it comes to draft day? Yeah, draft uh, draft is a, it's a pretty cool day. Obviously, you get to see what teams want, want you, and they want to develop you and try to keep a player. But it's obviously not everything. I know a lot of guys that uh, that don't get drafted, and uh, there's a lot of great players in this league. I know, but if you don't get drafted, it's not a huge huge thing. Uh, like in my story, that. Uh, I just kept pushing through the invite, still getting the opportunities to want to play in the league, and always there's always going to be chances. And I just wanted to make sure you keep your head up and and make sure you just uh, just use it as fuel and keep going. You know, I mentioned you're from Surrey and the fact that uh, you grew up a Canucks fan. And you've said in the past that you want to motivate the Punjabi community, which is is, is massive on the lower mainland. They have a, a huge following uh, amongst Canucks fans as well here. So what do, what do you mean by that when you say you want to motivate the Punjabi community? Yeah, that's uh, a huge, huge now, especially signing with the Canucks, that, uh, that uh, all the kids that are Punjabi can look up to me and if they want to play hockey, they have a role model in me that they can say that I did. I, I got the opportunity, and I, I'm still pushing. I haven't uh, accomplished too much yet, but it's it's pretty exciting. And I know a lot of text messages saying how much uh, these uh, kids in my community have looked up to me. And, and even if you don't want to be a hockey player, if you want to be a different athlete, soccer player, football player, there's always, there's always, we can always do it. And just having one role model or, or multiple, is a, if I'm one of them, it's, it's super special to me. How big of a deal is this, though, for you and your family to sign with the Canucks, knowing where you're from, and and knowing that you know this was your childhood team? I'm sure your phone went nuts, and you're still getting messages. I mean, you're going to be a pretty high profile guy there down the road, if not in Abbey next year with uh, with the Abbotsford Canucks. Um, what what was it like when that all came together from a personal standpoint? My family was just uh, well. Obviously, I wasn't with them. I'm still in Red Deer, but they're home and they're. They told me how excited they were. My mom was crying. Dad's probably crying too. And it's just kind of a little bit of relief. Just uh, all the hard work that they put in for me and everything they do for me that's paying off for them. And it just makes me just so excited that that, that uh, everything they did for me is is a, it's kind of it's kind of paying off right now. And um, being the kid from our mainland playing for the Canucks, it's it's just the perfect chemistry for uh, for exciting times. Great stuff. Uh, well, it's just been an unbelievable year for you, Arsteep. Uh, you think of what's all happened from from living at the rink last year uh, in Red Deer in one of the luxury suites during the pandemic season and uh, going on to do what you did, 112 points. And now you have your team in the second round of playoffs and a great matchup against Edmonton. I hope you can kind of look back and say, wow, what a year uh, this has been. I uh, hope you can do that. Thanks a lot, uh, Arsteep, and uh, good luck in round two. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're listening to the WHL This Week. Radio Edition. Logan Stankoven and the Kamloops Blazers are off to round two after a series sweep of the Spokane Chiefs. Logan led the team with seven goals and 13 points. He's also the WHL's McSweeney's Player of the Month for April. Logan, second time this season, WHL McSweeney's Player of the Month, 26 points in the month of uh, April. And I guess the biggest part is that four of those games were were playoff games as well, and you put up uh, a good start to your postseason. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, just having a good start to playoffs and 
obviously, uh, you know, finishing that Spokane series in four, in four games was huge for our team and uh, gives us a little bit more rest kind of going into this next series against Vancouver. And um, I know for myself personally, um, you know, my legs are well rested and I'll be ready to go, you know, come Friday night. What do you think of this series against Vancouver? Saw them a ton in the regular season. You were 10-1-1, one, one, but they're coming off a, a big upset in round one against the Everett Silvertips. Yeah, it's a big upset for sure, but uh, you know, for us, we can't take them lightly. We know that uh, you know when they're playing their best, they can beat any team in this league, and obviously they've got some lethal players, and Ostopchuk and Lysel and uh, Hall, that top line there is, is, is really good for them, and uh, you know I think that was a big part of why they beat Everett there. So we're going to have to watch them, and uh, you know they're going to play physical, we know that, so uh, we're going to you know try and counter that as best as possible. You led the season series against the Giants. Lysel, you mentioned him. He led the season series uh, for the Giants against the Blazers. Uh, there's been a game within a game going on there between you two. It seems like I know you have the same agency here. Uh, can we expect that to continue in round two? Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, Lysel's uh, a world-class player, and uh, you know I think just his skill set shows why he is you know a first rounder and. Um, you know, I think with his, his skill set, he could have even went higher in the draft. But, uh, um, you know, I'll be looking out from this series. And, uh, you know, I think for me getting to play against, you know, that cali caliber of player, um, you know, it just makes me hungrier. And, you know, I want to try and outplay him as best as possible. So, uh, you know, I'll kind of have a fire in my belly and uh, do my best uh, job to, you know, uh, play better than him, I guess. Finally, hockey in May coming to the rink, nice weather outside. You know, this is a time of year that, that feels like playoff hockey. What's it like? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, I show up to the rink every day, shorts and sandals, T-shirts. So, um, you know, obviously, like you said, the weather's getting nicer here in Kamloops. And, um, you know, uh, it's, it's the best, you know, getting to show up to the rink, play meaningful hockey, uh, you know, with some of your best team, you know, best friends, teammates, right? So, you know, hopefully we can do something special for this city and for this organization. And uh, I'm just looking forward to getting things going on Friday night. Okay, second player of the month for McSweeney's uh, here in the WHL. Congratulations on that. Good luck in round two. Thanks, John. Hey, that's the show. Thanks to our guests as well, James Gallo in Moose Jaw for his help. Thanks, James. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.